0: It's now time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy. Kia Sally, the ongoing impacts of Cyclone Gabriel have hit TNG's profits. Kia ora Charlotte, they have. The company's just reported a net loss after tax of $64.2 million for the year to December, a huge fall from the $3.3 million loss the year before. Cyclone Gabriel last February severely affected four of TNG's orchards and flooded some of its facilities. Chief Executive Gareth Edgekim says the ongoing impacts led to the biggest loss in the company's history.
1: If we look at that loss, it's a combination of things we we lost, physically lost a lot of assets in the flood, orchards, and then a whole bunch of equipment. Then, obviously, we had a whole bunch of the disruption and cleanup costs associated with getting back into operation last year. And then, of course, we rely on a lot of revenue from our own orchards and then from third-party orchards. And given the fact that a lot of that crop had been underwater, we weren't able to process that for export last year. And so it's a combination of all of those things together that ended up in such a significant event.
0: Mr Edgecombe says the books are in the red because TNG still has to settle its significant insurance claim from the cyclone.
1: We are still confident we will secure more funding or a higher claim coming out of the result of that. It's, it was prudent from accounting point of view to make sure that we only booked in the year levels that we were very confident of, of being able to lock down. Whilst we still work through the finalisation of that claim, which we hope to get locked away by the mid-year
0: Gareth Edgecombe says settling the insurance claim and, and a bigger apple crop this season should see TNG return to a profit this year. A forestry consultant says Earnslaw One losing its Forest Stewardship Council certification and concerns being raised over forestry audits shouldn't cause reputational damage for the wider industry. Earnslaw One recently lost its F. SC certification, a badge that's supposed to prove a forest is under responsible management due to damage caused in Tolaga Bay from its forests back in 2018. And just this week, a damning report was released from an independent assessor which pointed to big shortcomings of audits done in New Zealand forests by SGS. Consultant Alan Laurie says companies don't need to have FSC certification to export logs to China, our main market, so there probably won't be a wider impact on the industry.
2: The New Zealand industry would say um, that absolutely no one in installer, Law 1 would have ever, ever set out to act in a way which would have been contrary to good environmental practice. And yes, they would be critical, and I think the industry would be critical of STS for that, that there's no recognition of standards that were achieved, rather than some installer Law 1 have stated. They haven't done a thorough job and interpreted correctly of what they have seen uh, on the ground. At the end of the day, in terms of the wider reputation, the forest industry most believe that there won't be a great impact. Um, uh, for example, uh, as a, a company or as an industry, we don't require FSC certification to sell logs uh, to China, for example.
0: It's Alan Laurie, and we've reached out to SGS, the company which audits New Zealand f- forests, for comment. Right, the Wimbledon of shearing is officially underway. Competition began at the Golden Shears in Masterton this morning. Entries are up 25%, with about 500 shearers and wool handlers taking part in the three-day competition. Country Life producer Sally Round is at the Golden Shears and joins us now. Kilda Sally, what's happening up there? Kia ora, Sally. Well, I'm standing in the sheepyards here
2: outside the War Memorial Stadium in Masterton, and the sheep have been unloaded. There's about 4,000 that will be she- shorn over this three-day competition. You might think, might think things would be a little quiet on the first day, but not at all. This is New Zealand's premier shearing um, competition. And uh, there's sweat, there's muscle, there's cheering from the stands, and uh, families are pouring in, these shearing, big shearing families from all over Master. Uh, all over Master- And it's buzzing Um, This morning, novice and junior shearers and wool handlers Have been put through their paces And I've been watching the wool pressing heats Which is around when 160 kg of wool is squeezed into bales Packed and branded And this is the only uh, competition of its kind in New Zealand And perhaps the world, I'm told But the big news, Sally, is that the defending champion, Roland Smith, who's won the trophy at the Open Shearing event eight
0: times, has pulled out due to injury. Yeah, that's sad to hear he's not competing, but plenty of others are. Who is competing? Well, there's plenty uh,
2: from all over New Zealand. Um, You know, this is three quarters of the way through the sharing competition season. The organisers are really buzzing over the increased number of entries, and particularly those young uh, novice uh, and and junior entries. 200 out of the 500 entries are from that novice and junior grade. Now, we've also got Kiwi and Aussie competitors and um, others from at least a dozen countries from as far away as Mongolia. And everyone can tune into the action from home. They can indeed. The event is live streamed. You have to pay for it, of course. Um, it goes all around the world, and apparently they do even tune in from Mongolia. The big event is on Saturday, the open final, and everyone's looking forward to a big match. Between uh, well, they were looking forward to the big match between Smith and Toa Henderson from Northland. But now Smith is out. It's anyone's guess. And don't forget, there's also the teddy bear sharing competition for the little ones.
0: Awesome. Hey, thanks so much, Sally. That's Sally Round reporting from the Golden Shares. To other news, research trials on a Hawke's Bay farm are showing crops with strong root systems are growing well in land smothered in silt during Cyclone Gabriel. Plant and food research are testing crops that are economically significant in the region in the hopes the results will help the vegetable growing industry get back on its feet faster. Scientist Dr Eduardo Diaz de Oliveira says growers need to know what to grow as many are unable to clear silt from their land.
1: If you have all the money in the world and you want to scrape it off go for it but nobody does right so how can we make decisions with what we have and moving forward and then maybe just use the seal to our advantage. we got maize, we got broccoli, we got carrots and peas.
0: Dr. Diaz de Oliveira says plants with large seeds or ones that were transplanted such as the maize and broccoli have done the best and that's the rural news for today.